I have a, a tape of Kevin Costner drinking his actual pee. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Hi there, and welcome to Hav and Charles Talk Comics Season 2, Episode 14, the penultimate episode of this season. I just informed Mr. Gonzalez, my good friend and co-host, that we are we only have one episode left, and I got all excited because last year on our second to last episode, he called it the penultimate episode, and I was very irritated, been irritated for an entire year that he got to say that and I didn't, because I mean, how often do you really get to say that word? You don't. And hey, Charles, how's it going? It's going all right. Good. I I, I would like to give an apology to our listeners. If y'all notice, this podcast is two weeks late, and it is two weeks late because Hav through no fault of his own or even giving it to me, I got COVID. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's my fault. I didn't give it to you, but somehow the COVID is my fault. No, yeah, no. that sucked for no, you. No, no, no. I said no fault of yours. <laughs> I just yeah. wanted to include you in the story. Oh, uh, thanks. Okay. I mean, the week before we did talk that you, me, Julie, none of us had had COVID. Yeah. Yeah. We had hung out like about a week before you got it uh-huh. or like day. Seven, five, seven, I forget. You'd come over for the Cowboys game. Yeah, it was the Sunday. It was the Sunday before. Yeah, and then sometime that, that I tested positive a week, uh, a week later. Yeah, I, I got it from yeah. my parents. I it was yeah, which yeah. So that was that was fun. I I don't know if any of y'all have out out there listening have heard of this COVID thing, but it 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 was. I did not enjoy it. I I didn't. The the hype is overrated. It is not a fun time. Today we are going to talk about. Two comics, as we do every single episode, because that is the format of the show. I suggest a comic, and Hav suggests a comics, and then we read those suggestions that the two of us give each other, and then we talk about it. And Correct. And generally, generally, the Hav will suggest something older than the comics I suggested. And this time he did two, because he suggested the original run of Star Wars, which is awesome because we both love star wars in a creepy way and i suggested something that canonically is actually older but came out come out much more recently because i suggested batman zero year so i mean technically batman zero year would have happened before star wars came out in the uh, 40s but still (laughs) i didn't think of it that way Uh, i know i my my brain works nerdy sometimes yeah okay no, that's true. I had been thinking about wanting to lean more into some sci-fi stuff. And we had just done Strange Adventures, the Adam Strange thing. Very sci-fi-y, comic book, superhero-y. And this is just... And I was like, yeah, I've been thinking about it for a while. Let's just go do some Star Wars. And lo and behold, we did it. We did. So, y- yay. And yes, yay indeed. So, yay indeed. I read... I did read the first whatever six issues which is the right yeah the first six issues which is the original and star wars for us so star wars now is kind of known as a new hope which was kind of interesting for a couple reasons but then we went on or at least i did i don't know if you got through all of it i went through issue i want to say 15 because that's where the arc kind of ended where han is battling it out with some other mercenary 
pirate guy. Well, yeah, when they do the entire Magnificent... Well, no, Seven Samurai. I was going to say Magnificent Seven, but they do the Seven Samurai. Only they have eight people. Right. Well, they do the Seven Samurai, and then I went a little further... Well, I think I did it a little further. Anyways, we'll talk about it. So... Okay. Let me just start out as we usually. Well, I'm just going to ask, and I usually do. How, what'd you think? I liked it. I mean, it was, dude, yeah. it was, it's Star Wars. I right. mean, I'm going to forgive everything. It's Star Wars. Okay. I mean, I, it's a, it's a comic of its time. It's not canon. <laughs> I mean, it's not canon, but I mean, it's got a giant bunny. It's got, got Don Juan Quixote in it. Oh my God. That's right. Jesus. I forgot about that. Gosh, I wish I would have taken... I didn't take so, notes. So here's the thing. They go through the original Star Wars, the first, A New Hope, and it was pretty good, and there was some stuff going on. And then, just as a as a backstory, George Lucas is a comic book fan, clearly, because he had met the writer, who was the writer of this, Star Wars. I knew you were going to ask me that. Well, shoot, Roy Thomas adapted Roy, the original. Yes. The, he, he and had, then did he keep on writing it, he maybe? Had, he knew Roy yeah. Thomas... He had met him, and he came to him and wanted to do it. And Roy, Th- Roy Thomas really, really kind of lobbied for it to be more than, like, one comic. Because sometimes when they would do a movie adaptation, they would do one comic. And he got it to that six comics. Because they were like, oh, we'll do one, twelve. So it was a back and forth. And he got six comics out of it. And a lot of it was really good. And there was there was a couple of things in there we'll talk about that I thought was better were better than the movie. Actually, there's one thing that's better than the movie. Okay. And... It's, well, go. Let's just, you, don't, you want don't me to just say it? me? Okay. Yeah. So in the very end, when they're getting their medals, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna literally pull it up because this is that she gives it to Han, she gives it to Luke, and then in the panel it says, and Chewbacca will get his medal, but he'll have to put it on himself because he's too tall for any princess to put the medal over his head. So even they knew Chewbacca deserved a fucking medal. Come on, George. Right. Well, and I want to know, I mean, you tell me what you think. I'm pretty sure maybe Conway, right? That's who we just, I got short-term memory. Isn't that who we just said was a writer? Holy crap. Yes. Thomas Conway, not Conway, Roy Thomas. Tim Conway. Tim Conway. Tim Tim Conway Conway wrote wrote the comic. I swear there's a, there's a comic book guy that's named Tom Conway. Roy Thomas. I'm. Pre- I, do you think Roy Thomas was, saw the movie? Was like, well, that was shitty. They just let the Wookiee stand there, like holding his um, his dick in his hand. No, uh, the the way he got that because I did. I don't know where I read it, but I read some stuff about this. He actually, they wrote this off an older off the shooting script. Okay. Or, or or a shooting script. It wasn't necessarily. Maybe it wasn't the final shooting script. And even and things do change from the shooting script in editing and things change. So maybe George Lucas always intended, but the way it kind of cut together, Chewbacca didn't get one. It was just one of those things where people have always said, well, why didn't Chewbacca get a medal? Right. So, well, I I kind of agree with them. I mean, I was like, Hey, because I, I don't remember the first time I noticed that. And of course it was many years later when I was Mm -hmm. firmly an adult. Yeah. Yeah. Because let me just say this about Star Wars, back up a little bit. Look, this is, I remember getting the, when this when this came out on VHS, the original trilogy, I, I got it like the first week. And then in college, nerd, to date myself, you know, 92 to 97, uh, I had a victory lap there. Look, for sure, by the time we were at the end in apartments, that was something, you know, Star Wars, Empire, usually not Return of the Jedi. You pop it in at the end of the night and just fall asleep to it, you know, after a, after a night of going out or 
or just, you know, hey, nothing's on, pop in Star Wars. I, I, I can't even begin to guess how many times I've seen this movie, these movies, I should say, probably, really. It's, so anyway, so there's that. But so I didn't, but the whole thing about the, 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 the you know, the whatever award, the medal, I didn't notice until a lot later. But then it really bugged me once it was pointed out to me. So anyways, that was cool that they kind of gave a fix for that in the comic book even though it wasn't clear in the movie. I was the one thing I noticed, the whole thing about what was his friend's name, Charles? Wed, was it Wedge or what what's his friend's name? That oh, that leaves for the Biggs. to work for the Biggs. Biggs. Yes. Well, and I know from the little not a little, I've I've done some reading and watching some documentary stuff. Apparently in one of the versions of the script, or maybe I think some of it was shot, there was a lot more of of Luke interacting with Biggs before he left, or yeah. when he came back from leaving, and he's 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 actually on the Empire. And at the end, you see him, and they kind of make a big deal of it in A New Hope, you know, because it's him and Biggs seeing each other. It's like, hey, Big, hey, Luke, you made it. And there's not a lot of context for that yeah. in the final version of the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, they're best friends. Yeah. I mean, they there there was a scene, and they shot. They had some rough shots. They 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 shot the scenes where. He and Biggs are on Tatooine because Biggs has come back and Biggs is telling him, and, and this was in the comic, that he is going, he, he knew about how to get to join the rebellion and they were going to jump ship after they've left the academy. He, he was working on another ship and he was going to jump ship and join the rebellion. So when they come there and they even did the whole thing on why did, because people have also said, well, why, why did they let this kid jump into a, a, an X-Wing and go fight. They'd never seen him. They'd never seen him fly. That's because Biggs told him he's a good pilot. I, I know him. He's a good pilot. Let him fly. So that's, right. that's even a reason why he did that. So it's the difference between sometimes a, a book or a versus a movie where things get left on the cutting room floor that might even still be important. They try to trim stuff that's not important. That doesn't push the plot. But some things also get trimmed that do if it's not as important. Gotcha. And no, I gotcha. No, that makes sense. And and adding something that wasn't in the original movie that they also shot was Jabba the Hutt and Han Solo meeting in Star Wars. Right. And they did that, and it was a completely different. And it was an alien because they shot it with just a big fat guy in, in the yeah. thing, and that's why. And he walked around behind him once, and that's why he does that dumb thing where he steps on his tail, and the re- remastered when they actually put Jabba in because it's the only way they can yeah. figure out how to do that. And this is just, I mean, it's just an alien. It's not even a particularly scary looking alien. So there were some, there were some interesting things. Oh, there was the also screenshot I took when Lieutenant Porkins dies. Oh yeah. But Biggs has fought beside Lieutenant Tano Porkins for long weeks and months. And he knows suddenly what it means to lose a friend. And in this thought bubble, he thinks so long piggy. Yeah, yeah. You talk about, what do you think the odds are of them naming somebody Lieutenant Porkins nowadays and putting a fat actor in it? I thought there was somebody that was Porkins, like a relative in in one of the more more recent ones. I swear to God. 
is is he a relative? I do know that uh, the guy that was in Heroes that played the mind right. reader, yeah, is is in it. I didn't know. Is he an actual? Is he a Porkins? I I I swear I remember hearing it or okay. or, or hearing it in the movie or or that he was Porkins or, or did something. or did when they do that everybody was just like oh yeah he's Porkins maybe or maybe, maybe. they're rehabil- trying to rehabilitate it but still come on okay come on. I'm sorry in a whole new thing. Not as an homage to the fat shaming of yesteryear. Yeah. No, I, yeah, maybe, I don't know. I just, I, I, I do remember that. One of the parts, okay, from the original, you know, six issues that was, you know, Star Wars and New Hope, the visual of, of Obi-Wan dying. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that panel where he's just like in a, like exploding into a million little pieces? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool compared to, you know, the robe just disappearing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, of course, they, I, you know, the Robus yeah. they can do in 77. Yes. What they did in the comic book, they couldn't do. No, not easily. Not without literally exploding Alec Guinness. Well, and you know what? He's such he's such a craftsman and dedicated to, to, to acting. I'm surprised he didn't just say, you know what? I've had a good run. I'll die right here. Let me just record everything you need for the next however many decades. Uh, he, but I'll, I'll die on the set. Actually, he wanted to die, so he wasn't going to be in the other movies. Right. And well, then, and then hold on. And then George Lucas's wife at the time, she had the idea to have him come back as a ghost and talk to Luke. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, see? Well, a lot stuff. a lot of people evidently she was really instrumental in a lot of the Star Wars stuff. I believe it. No, yeah. I did see something on one of the was it Vice Icons Star Wars and yeah, uh, the uh, also the editing, right? Didn't she Yes. did she edit it? Yeah. Yeah, I think she was an editor. I don't I don't know that these are just all of this stuff. This is uh I've read so much about I I actually have have tried not to read tons and tons of stuff, but I've been so enmeshed in Star Wars for so long of my life that I know just random crap. Yeah. Well, okay, speaking of random crap, the story I always heard about uh, Sir Alec Guinness, very respected actor, you know, Mm -hmm. like on par with Laurence Olivier and, you know, that kind of old school. It was, you know... as you know, and may probably many, if not all of our listeners know, very big deal for them to score him mm-hmm. uh, for the movie. He was the big name to get. And the deal he got is that I've heard many times, and this, there's a funny story about it, is that he you know, got paid something, probably more than everybody else, but not. it wasn't a big salary, but he got a back-end deal. That on, makes sense. On, I, on, I don't know if it was just Star Wars or ev- all three of them or whatever he made an appearance, like a really good back-end deal. Like, I forget what it translates into today's dollars, but it made him, I mean, he was already doing well, but I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it made him and his family like in, very much independently well off. So there's a story of, uh, there's a story that, and I forget who I saw telling the story where, you know, somebody was friends with Al Guinness and, and they would go out to lunch when he was older, you know, towards, you know, very much older, mm-hmm. many years after Strowers, and he would never let him pay for the bill. And he would just say, no, no, thank you, thank you. But you know, I'll get it. Star Wars money. <laughs> because he was just rolling in it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, which I was, I which I just, you know, I'm not even going to try to do Alec Guinness, but just thinking of him saying that in his voice, and yeah. his intonation. No, no, no. Star Wars money. Give it here. Or something. I just, just made me smile. What else? 
I don't know. I mean, otherwise, it, you know, pretty fa- like like we already said. I think they they were going. Oh, a lot of these issues were released before the movie. Were all of them released before the movie? I don't even no, know, Charles. No, yeah. no, not all of them. No, because remember, it was six. It, it it went over six months, so I think they released it just begin right before the movie came okay. out. Okay, and they so they hadn't right. seen it. Right, they had not seen the movie. They were working completely off a of script. Right. In order to okay. do this. That makes sense. Yeah. And then when, when they finished and when they kept going, they didn't have anything. They literally were making it up. There's there's a literally. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, there was your first literally. Um, Boom. They were making it up. And I think, I, I think I've said this before. It gets fucking weird. It does get, it does get freaky deaky. <laughs> it really does. Hey, before we get to the freaky deaky, one other thing I'd like to point out. I don't remember this. I don't know how many years ago this was. We, me and you went to a comic book thing in Irving. Yes. And we went with some other people too. And I remember this, it was, this is going to, okay. I remember it was like the year before a new, uh, of the force awakens when they were going to read, you know, AJ, it had already come out. I think that JJ Abrams was attached, but uh-huh. that's all you knew. And that they were going to make a continuation of that universe. Mm-hmm. And I, I have a reprint of the Star Wars number one that I got when I was a kiddo mm-hmm. in the late 70s, like probably in 77, 78, which I was incredibly young when I got it. But then I knew that that was coming out and I always wanted a nicer copy. And we were there and somebody was selling Star Wars number one and it was not graded. And I don't usually, I don't buy slabbed, you know, CGC graded, but in my humble opinion, it was a nine point something and they were selling it for 200 dollars and look again whenever a force awakens i said hey i'll give you a hundred they said no the best we can do 150 and i said done i just wanted the nice copy uh-huh and now i'm kind of like well do i should i get it graded and sell it and like do something i don't know i just because it's gone up in value and it's nice and stored and tucked away in a cardboard thing very protected so just my little pat on pat on the back to myself that that I mean, look, it's it's not appreciated like so. It's a million dollars or anything, but it's mm-hmm. still, it's it was still kind of cool to have gotten it then, and still have it. So there's that. Anyways, so, so a bunny so, shows so, up. So so basically, Hav robbed a dealer, and no, I'm just kidding. Uh, they know what they're getting into. No, you didn't rob you. You're not robbing a guy that has a booth at a comic book store selling comics. That's true. That's a very good point. Okay, so then, okay, now the freaky deakiness. So A New Hope ends, and you're right. I guess, as far as I understand it, these guys and girls, a bit, I bet eventually, Roy Thomas, Howard Chaikin, are your writer and artist, at least for the first, you know, the, the New Hope issues went through six, and then going into what we read after that. Uh, it says uh, Archie Goodwin, writer-editor. Okay, okay. Well, and I know he co-plotted some. Did he eventually start writing... Well, it says writer yeah. slash editor of of going into. I it's just something I screenshot here. Gotcha. The the Rebel Alliance has sent Luke Skywalker to find a new location oh. for their main base after the Battle of the Death Star. But here on this unnamed planet of the star sun Drexel, Luke has found instead what may be for him and the two droids R two D two and C three P O a doom world. That was the pirate adventure, right? Yeah. So is that? Are you talking about issue seven? I don't know. Okay. That that that's what I have. Okay. Again. Yeah, you're I, right. I finished reading all of this then the first night I was pretty sure I had COVID and didn't test that Saturday night because we were going to record the Sunday morning when I tested positive for COVID. Ah, gotcha. Well, 
okay, so issue seven, we don't have to do a synopsis, but you know, Han's got his money, right? Yes. And he's going to go pay Jabba. Yes, he does. And he's going to go pay Jabba, and then a freaking Imperial Star Destroyer gets him in a tractor beam, and it turns out to be another mercenary, this weird-looking dude that doesn't like to wear pants, and I forget his name, but there's that. In space, so there weird. are no pants. Gosh darn it, what is this? It's going to kill me. Anyways, they bring him aboard. They take all his money. He's got a ragtag crew. One is a, a woman that's just very upset. Oh, she was... Thing. Okay, okay. She was my most annoying trope. Which was what? What's the trope? It, it is It is this... I, I don't know if it's even really a trope, but it, it. she was this man-hating, I'm better than everyone, but it really turns out she just needed a man that was right for her. And yeah, that she, man, well, and that man evidently turned out to be Han Solo, Lady Killer. Right, right. She she loves to hate him. Yes. kind of kind of thing. And everybody kept pointing that out. You know, it really seems like stop saying that he's a man. <laughs> and I and I just want to point out in issue seven, they actually say space pirates because they're getting they're getting tractor beam by space pirates. Yes, and and yeah. So I just I just thought that was kind of cool. That is cool. Yeah, and then they get stranded, right? Is that how it happens? I think so. I, they get yeah. stranded on a planet after after they after they get robbed, they land on the planet. They they're they're trying to get stuff together, and then they decide to do a job for somebody, and that's when they do their magnificent seven, right? And that's when yes. you get the Jedi. Well, they 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 don't they get stranded because they have yeah they have no money. That's what it is. Yes, so yeah. they decide they need a job. And no, they see somebody attacking somebody and they go to help them. And it's that they, they're attacking a priest of a, so you have a, they're, they're throwing in all of this stuff. So it's like a priest, but it's a different, it's like a sect. So they're even kind of leaning into some Jedi kind of stuff. And he's going to bury a body and everybody's attacking the priest. So they, they save him because they didn't want, want to do that. That's right. And then these farmers from a, another town, come along and say, well, we'll pay you, we'll, we'll hire you, we, we need help, we, we have to do this. Basically, it was the, it was the Mandalorian going to that little uh, farm planet, and he and the former rebel uh, drop trooper go and save them, which was also a sort of Seven Samurai thing. I mean, it... it but there were it's eight fine. of these guys, I, I know. Well, it's and, eight but, to Ab but, Abdua or whatever. But the, the Mandal Mandalorian... Mm -hmm. was two people so I'm, I'm saying but it's still the same plot gather yeah. gather gather a group a, a ragtag group uh form a team kill off some of them and have them win although exactly it, it in the end did they only kill off the eighth one which was the robot i think the robot the kid that was friends with the robot i think lives just just the does the what's his name is it's like it is don quixote but it's oh, spelled differently isn't it no it's don juan quixote Don Juan Quixote, sorry. Yes, and it is spelled different, but it's because they also yeah. want to be. Oh, because Juan is like Obi Wan. Ha! Because he's a That's Jedi. Right. He says he's a Jedi. Yeah. He is not a Jedi. He, yeah, he is, is because he is the he's, worst, he's, he's, he's Don. He'd be the worst Jedi ever. Yeah, because he's because he's Don Juan Quixote. I mean, it was. And he's a, got a lightsaber. He, he has does a have lightsaber. a lightsaber. He does. He does. I can't remember. I swear he. It looked like he died, and then he didn't. Or did he die? I, you know what? That's a good question too. Because I thought he died, but then I think I, they brought him back, kind of thing. Yeah, it was it was one of those fake out things, and right. And Dax the bunny. Dax the bunny. The Jax. giant. Jax, not Jax. Jax. Oh, Jax, Jax, not Dax. Sorry, Jax. Jax, Jax the bunny. Yeah, six foot 
it's a he's a vicious rabbit yes, with fangs like this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't remember. Gosh darn it! See, this is why I need to take notes when I'm doing it. Okay, so some of the names: Jackson, Jackson, but short Jacks, Amazia, Fox Train. Did you know that? Oh, I don't remember her name, but yes, she and Amazia. she and Jax go off together not mm-hmm. as a couple but as a hey they the, we, we could get along as a fight because Jax mentions that before you know you and i would go well together mm-hmm. fighting and team up we should team up and she's like no we should what i i work i work alone and exactly. and then they go off together and they've recently by the way in a star wars comic more recent star wars comic since marvel's back to doing it again once they bought it they brought back Jax and I, did, I heard yeah it was actually pretty good they also brought back I just looked forward to the next one they brought back the guy that's in the next one the the, the oh really yeah because I jumped on you didn't I don't think you read this because the, the, the it, it went completely further dang it I lost it what well so they do their old magnificent seven magnificent eight in this case mm-hmm. they only lose one I don't I I want to say that Don Juan Coyote Oh, tell me they brought him back. They didn't bring him back, did they? No. Great if they did. No, they didn't. No. Okay. Yeah, and uh, just uh, also the other thing, the 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 bad guy that they're trying to battle is kind of like a caricature kind of mustachioed bad guy, Skyrider or something. I forget. They're having fun. They were they were having a whole lot of fun, and it is it is borderline hacky, but it's fun. It is space opera. It is space western like crazy. So they and they lean into pirates. They go to uh, Luke ends up on a water planet, where right uh, where a, a, a group of space pirates when they got caught and they have a big tractor beam on their ship and they pull ships in and they kill the people on the ships and keep all of their technology. Yeah, and then and then they're ex-imperial, Land, right? Yes. Okay. No, no, they weren't ex-imperial. They were, they had their own. They were truly pirates. Honestly, That's that right. was that was basically the way that did. They they were in control of a planetary system, and That's right. they had something that would make ships crash. It is very much like the pirates on the Outer Banks, uh, along the uh, Eastern Seaboard, uh, like in North Carolina, where they would light fires. And get ships to crash so they could loot the ships. It, I mean, it, it's literally that. And I'm sure that's yeah. where they got that idea. Because that is a thing that fortunes were made. That that was a kind of piracy that you cr- you get the ships to crash and then you get to loot it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and okay. So I did. I So, so the, the Magnificent Eight people that they got, it was, like you said, Jax. One of them was Hedgy. The spiner, he's like a, a porcupine kind of guy thing. <laughs> oh yes, he can, that? he can he can fire the porky the the quills at people and right. kill them. And it, they, they they did a whole thing on and there aren't that many of y'all out there doing this kind of. Thing. It was right. so then, it was so the assembly of this team. The young kid was Jim, who wanted to be known by as the Star Killer Kid. Yeah. Was a native of the planet, and his robot Effie. Oh, and 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 he was actually from that village. Remember yeah. that. So when he gets yeah, to the village, there's a the 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 head of the village's daughter is a hot piece, and Han is yeah. all over that, and she has no Han interest. Is a ladies' man. She has no interest in Han whatsoever. 
And then at the end, she gets with the star killer kid because good, good boy comes home. And that was really why he left is to go and press her because she was out of his league. Well, and also wasn't in some early draft of Star Wars, wasn't it Luke Starkiller at one point? It was. I seem to remember. Okay. It was. So I guess maybe. I, I you know, suspect that. They were privy to that. That That's a distinct possibility. Yes. Which is kind of cool. Yes. The Starkiller kid. Yeah, and then yeah, then does Luke go after him, and then he crashes, and then Leia goes after them, and she crashes, and no, then they all get to get. How no. does that all happen? Okay, no, so they send they send Luke to go look for Han. No, they send Luke no. to go look for a new base because they're on the. That's right. They're on the base that the Empire knows about. That's right. And they, there was only, there's only a matter of time. I mean, they just blew up the Death Star. The Emperor, the Empire is coming for them at some point. Vader got away. It's just a matter of time before Vader gets there and get gets back to something, and then tells them, and they send out someone to go. So they need somewhere to hide. So they send Luke out, and then Luke crash lands on that planet I was talking about. So that's going the Water on, World. The Water World. Luke is going through that, and at the same time. Princess Leia, who wanted to go with Luke for some good, hot quality uh, brother-sister time. So she finally says, okay, he has been gone too long. We can't get in touch with him. I am going after him. And then she gets picked up by the same pirate that got Han Solo. Yeah. And then when Han Solo leaves the Magnificent Eight thing with with his booty, he got paid. He's going back because at least he's going back in that direction. I, I think he was going back to the. He did he decide that he was going to go back and join the rebellion or do something to see if he could get some money from them or something. I don't. I re- think maybe. Yeah, something like that. But he gets pinched again by the same guy. So then he and Leia are together there, and yeah, and then they discuss so that what what happens is they end up taking the pirates to the world that crash landed the ship. To go rescue Luke. And then there's just a big battle between all of this. And yes, the original one. And the, yeah, the original pirates that took Han's loot originally gets mm-hmm. involved. And yeah, well, I was, you mentioned about Luke and Leia. And Leia wanting to go after Luke when he's not responding to communications, blah, blah, blah. There were a couple times early on after the original six issues where I think they kissed a couple times more. Which, you know, now it's kind of awkward. Because... You find out their brother and sister, and they were kind of making it that this was the way they were going to go. So I'm curious how I, I need. I haven't read more, but I'm, I kind of want to to see if they kind of explore that before they find out in well, Empire. They're also well, they or return. Rather. I was going to say they don't find out until Return because they didn't make that decision until Return of the Jedi. They were alluding to it. They were alluding to it in Empire, but it wasn't a sure thing. And they were not brother and sister when they shot A New Hope. Exactly. I, I every whatever you want to say about George Lucas thought all of this out and everything is and he pretends that way. It is oh, not yeah. true in any way whatsoever. I'm not saying he didn't have a lot of stuff shot out and broad strokes of what he was doing. Yeah, but he changed things and the the script writers he worked with changed things and and it worked well. I oh that was one of the things I wanted to talk about. It was really interesting in the. In the Moss Eisley bar cantina. When they're sitting there. Oh, and first off, in this, Han absolutely shoots first. I mean, there's not even a. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to maintain God. that. this That wasn't what I was going to talk about. But Han absolutely, completely just just 
takes Greedo out. And uh, really a lot more just right away than in the oh, movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was there just was, like, Greedo sits down like, boom, I'm done with you, bye. Yeah. So after the fight, after Obi-Wan shows himself as a Jedi, Chewbacca and he talk. Well, now, knowing the backstory on Chewbacca, knowing that he knew Yoda, he knows the Jedi. Yeah. Chewbacca is the reason they got Han Solo to take, because Chewbacca told Han, we're going to help them. He was keeping it You're close right. to the vest, but I mean, that that has got to be how that works out, is that he's like, dude, and you almost have to wonder if, if Obi-Wan and Chewbacca had a little chat about Yoda. Well, yeah, you're right. No, because that's who Chewbacca. He because in the in the original Star Wars, it's like I talked to the first mate of a of a ship. Uh huh. You you and that's you, Chewbacca. That's, you you almost yeah. have to wonder if if Obi Wan saw Chewbacca and maybe I I the, I'm going to assume they didn't know each other, but he might have known of him. Yeah. Because yeah, he and Yoda were close, or at least as close as a a master and a youngling can be, because they all know. Him. He might have told him stories about the great warrior Chewbacca that was his friend. Yeah. Or read about him in a report, and he's like, oh, wait a minute, that's Chewbacca. <laughs> I agree. And no, I th- yeah, you're right. Shit. What I want to I I I apologize for how nerdy that was to our listeners. No, whatever. <laughs> hey, the other... Uh, God, what was, oh, the Waterworld references we both made. Look... I'm not saying that Kevin Costner and whoever came up with Waterworld the movie ripped it off from this comic book. Yeah, no, no, but they, they they didn't because this Waterworld was much better than than Kevin Costner's Waterworld. Bam! There you go. No, uh, look, hold, it was on, Waterworld. hold on, hold on. I was I. That is an unfair statement I made because I have literally never second, literally third, literally fourth. Oh, I'm going to stop. I have never seen Waterworld with Kevin Costner. Sh- shut the front door. Really? Really? Oh. Okay. It did not interest me. Uh, I, 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 I have a, I have a, a tape of Kevin Costner drinking his actual pee. Okay. Wow. So sorry about that. Oh, oh. So yeah, Waterworld. I'm not shocked. I mean, it's kind of dystopian future, which I mm-hmm. think is kind of your bag sometimes, but really isn't because you really haven't suggested that many comic books that are dystopian future. But I don't know. I don't. I don't even know if to say it's worth a watch just for the spectacle. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. He. Kevin Costner had some kind of weird, stinky ones that are kind of weird to watch, like Postman. Mm-hmm. I know now Dances with Wolves, even though it won the Oscars, kind of not thought of very highly now. I don't know. It's very white savior. Oh, God, is it? Is it? I mean, that's what I've heard. Yeah. I, I also have not seen that. No, dance. Yes, it very much is. He will show the, the Native Americans how to uh, battle the white man. Yeah. So. So, Yeah. Oh, going back to the Magnificent Seven thing in this, mm-hmm. it also made me think of back when Star Wars came out seven and a little after. Samurai. Seven Samurai. It which is, is what the Magnificent Seven is based on. I, okay. I understand, but we're going to go to the core material. The reason why you go to the core material of Seven Samurai is, I don't know, this might be what you're about to talk about, is it's Kurosami. Yes. No, I, is, I know it's Kurosami. Who is, who is a person that George Lucas respected greatly and ripped off blindly for star wars yeah yeah okay (laughs) there's that but i was also so seven samurai right after not right after i think i forget when battle beyond the stars came out i don't know if you've ever seen that movie no the the it's a really bad sci-fi very b b movie that was came from the studio and i swear his name is corman 
but not Harvey Corman. Okay. That was Tim Conway's buddy. I, I yeah, it, no, I know who it was. A, it was a knockoff yeah. of of okay. of Star Wars combined. Just speaking of blindly ripping somebody off of the Seven Samurai because it's a kid from a planet who's being under siege by a big bad guy force armada mm-hmm. has to go gather six other heroes dis- disparate different personalities and and it's guess what there's seven of them total and they they win and i just i just love it because they did it first here mm-hmm. in the comic book and then lo and behold in 1980 you know, it gets it gets done. Oh, Richard Tom. Okay, here it goes. Richard Thomas from Little House on the Prairie is in it. Robert Vaughn, George Pappard, John Saxon. Oh my so th- th- those are some names that, if you're from the sev- late seventies, early eighties, that are pretty well known. Yeah. I'm gonna go out and it was written by John Sales, who would go on to read to write Eight Men Out mm-hmm. and and some other big ones. Oh. Roger Corman is his name. He's the one that had the the B studio where a yeah. lot of people got their start. Well, he that's he, where Ron Howard directed his first movie. He this go ahead. He did the Fantastic Four movie that's never been seen. Right to retain the rights. That's right. I think the special effects on this also. I think if this is off the top of my head because I was trying to go to the page, but I think James Cameron worked on the special effects for Battle Beyond the Stars. And there's one other person that I'm blanking on that turned out to be a pretty big heavy hitter down the way after after doing this. So anyways, I thought that was interesting. Maybe it was sales I'm thinking of, but I always just makes me smile because I remember going to the theater. Oh, I, and I remember going to the theater to see Battle Beyond the Stars right around when Empire was coming out, either right, maybe it was in between Star Wars and Empire mm-hmm. and being so excited. I liked it when I was a kid because well, I-, I was a you know, kid, but oh my God, it does not hold up. It is terrible, but you might want to do yourself a favor. I might. I I bought it on DVD. Okay. Years ago, I might have to lend it to you just because so you can see the majesty or, of how greatly bad it is. Or I might have to come over and watch it. There you go. We we, we can watch go. it together. Yeah. Oh, so James Horner did the score. I mean, there's a lot of just everybody getting cutting their teeth on this movie. It's 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 awesome. So yeah. Okay. Cool. So there was that. So okay, we were talking. The the most. Go ahead. No, you were you had something to go along with that. No, 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 no. go ahead, go ahead. It's it was a tangent. Okay, uh, the most shocking thing I thought about the end of this arc we're talking about with the Waterworld stuff is that they managed to kill off both Han Solo and Luke Skywalker in it. Whoops, is that bad? <laughs> yeah, that that was okay. So see that that was why I was like, you go ahead, because the joke I loaded was not that funny. That was, <laughs> but but I still wanted to say it. Yeah. God, yeah, the water world thing was weird. Okay, it was really weird. Through it, yeah, it it was. Um, It was just. It was weird. It was. I told you the whole thing. The whole thing is weird, and they didn't know where they were going. They were just doing sci-fi plots, and they were cranking them out because that's what you do in comics. You crank out the next story and the next arc. Yeah, and they they were on a schedule, and they were making up a world. They were making up a universe, and so they were mining. They were mining a lot of Western tropes. Yeah. So being the hero, going town to town, uh-huh. planet to planet. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, why not? Gotta and, do something. And, and they can't really, they couldn't really do anything with the characters other than what they were doing. You know, just, okay, whatever this baseline we're at. So we've got to bring in other characters to do things because we also can't kill off any of these characters or we can't maim them or we can't change them in any real way because there's going to be another movie. So they have right. to be who they are. And if, George Lucas wants to change them. That's fine, but we can't. So it's it's an interesting thing when you're working when they're working with a licensed property like that. 
because there is only well, so much you can do with it. True, but then you get to do stuff like Don Juan, mm -hmm. Quixote, and you do Jax, I, and you okay. do all the ancillary characters. John Juan Quixote was a joke, and a one kind, awesome. of, kind of a one-note joke. However, Rogue One, not Rogue uh -huh. One, what's... Yeah, Rogue One. Okay. I, I am the, the blind... The blind guy. Yeah. I I, yeah. I I am one with the force and the force is one. one the force is yeah, with, with me. I'm one with the force and the yes. He was very much a yeah. Juan Quixote type, Don Juan Quixote type. But definitely an a Jedi. He wasn't a Jedi. Uh, he was not a Jedi. Okay, we can have okay. this we can have this discussion yeah, okay. later because this, so, this is a long discussion, but no, he was he was not a Jedi. If he were a Jedi, uh, they would have killed him. They, there's I, a I, I think it was an ex-Jedi. He is not an ex-Jedi. He was never a Jedi. Neither was his friend. They were the, the Temple of the Wills, which is... Anyway, never mind. Oh. They were Force-sensitive? Can we say that? They believe in the Force. Uh, he went to that whole thing where he just walks through, doesn't get hit, and I don't know. Yes, I, because yeah. he was he was praying to an a, a thing that binds us together that he believes in. Every, everyone in the universe, based on this, is Force-sensitive. I said we weren't going to get into this. But he is, no, he is not a Jedi. <laughs> he, he okay, is, well, you're he wrong. He is not a Jedi. I am not wrong. So you're, just, so you're wrong, so that's okay. Oh, Hav, um, Hav. You, no, know, anyway, you know when so, you and I are disagreeing who's wrong. Oh... Oh, okay. So one other thing before we, we jump off of this, I enjoyed it. I really did. I did even though, okay, there's one thing I wanted to mention. So the first, you know, the, the, the A New Hope, Star Wars, they stretched out to six issues. Mm -hmm. I kind of feel they could have done it in four. I feel like they kind of stretched out some parts, maybe five. I don't know. That was one nitpick. And then what I did like, though, is that in the continuation of the series, you know, they were doing... They were doing arcs. It wasn't just, mm -hmm. and I know it's the late 70s, but they weren't just doing one-off, mm -hmm. here's an issue, here's an issue. They had arcs that they would stretch over, you know, two or three issues. Mm -hmm. You know, you're finishing one thing, you're going to the next thing. I thought that was, it was good. And I'm, yeah, so there's that. So. I eh, I enjoyed it as well, and I didn't, re I, they might could have done it in five. I don't think they could have done it in four and done it justice. Okay. I think there were so many points that they wanted to hit in it that it took them six issues and i thought that was fairly a fairly tight six issue arc for the movie so i just remember there was one issue where i felt like hardly anything happened but i didn't again as yeah. as opposed to what i usually do i really didn't take a lot of notes i didn't take any notes okay one other sci-fi star wars adjacent thing i don't I, I don't know that i've asked you this i know we both like star wars obviously and we both like star trek Okay, I do thought you were going like to ask me again if I liked Star Trek. I was like, dude, we talk about this all the time. No, all do right. you like one? Do you like either more than the other? Or can you can even compare them? Or is, I kind of play like I, I, I can't choose between my children kind of thing. I, I like Star Wars more. Okay, yeah. that's fair. I just yeah, no, yeah, no, I, I understand. I, I, I like Star Wars more. I enjoy Star Trek in a completely different way than I do Star Wars. Okay. I, I, Star Wars, it was a defining thing in my life. I came to Star Trek when I was in my, I started, I, I spent a summer watching Star Trek, the, but this was before a new generation came out. The next generation came out. I, on, I think it was channel 21. They, they would air it every night. And I spent mm -hmm. an entire summer watching Star Trek. So I saw most of the original series doing it like that. And I was like, this is awesome. Cause I was a science fiction y kid, but, 
the fact that I saw Star Wars, that it's the first movie I remember seeing in a theater, and came home and explained it all to my grandmother and in like two and a half minutes. And my dad was like, who took me? He's like, yep, that, that was about it. And yeah. played with the toys throughout my childhood, watched all three movies, read Alan Dean Foster's a splinter of a mind's eye when it came out, read the Han Solo books that came out, read anything I could get my hands on that was Star Wars. Of course, as, as I've also pointed out, I've read a bunch of Star Trek novels too, but still. So I, I really do like Star Trek quite a bit, but just a different, they came into my life at a different time. So they mean different things to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, like I said, I was just curious because yeah. I know you do enjoy both and we've talked about both. Mm-hmm. And I know they're, I, look, I, they're different. So I, like I oh, said, yeah. I just it was curious. Yeah. Did you ever read any comic books, Star Trek comic books? No, I did not. Okay. All right. I did check, so, one, yeah. out of the, I did check one out of the library recently, and okay. then I returned it without reading it. Yeah. Sometimes I oh, do really? that. I ch- check some stuff out, and then what? I go, I've had this too long. I should bring it back so somebody else can read it, and I haven't gotten to it. So, like a hard, or you mean ho- uh, hoopla? No, I literally... Okay. Yeah, hard okay. copy. That's what I thought. A yeah. Hard copy. Okay. Yeah. Do you oh know no, if it no, was no. DC if or I Marvel. Did, I, I I think it was Image or something. Oh, re- a newer one. Okay. Uh, for, yeah, no, it was, gotcha. it was very new. It was okay. It, it was uh the the premise of it intrigued me. It was they brought three captains in for a Q war type thing. Kirk, oh. Picard, and I want to say J- Janway. Janeway. 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 I want to say that it might be somebody else though. I can't remember because again, it sat in it sat in my chair for a while, and then I just never read it. And I should have because I was actually interested. I was like, that could it it intrigued me from the that could be fun kind of thing. Three three different cat three different people. Uh, One of the greatest things I saw um, recently, Star Trek wise, was Picard would like the actor that played him, and Kirk would beat the crap out of William Shatner. That's hilarious. And, and accurate. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Okay, well, hey, I, I, you know what? I didn't think we were going to take this time, this much time to talk about it. Not that there's anything you, wrong with it, but you, I, you, you I thought we would run through Star Wars. You th- didn't think the two of us would spend this much time talking about Star Wars? Well, we talked about a lot of other stuff besides Star Wars, obviously. No, I, you know, I don't know. It's just, it, it was a fun read. It's definitely goofy, oh, freaky, yeah. deaky. Yeah, just doing whatever they wanted. So, do we have anything in between, or yes. are we jumping straight into? We we oh, have okay. We have mail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do. Uh, we we got someone sent us a uh, through the contact form on our website. Ooh, Haven Charles. Charles dot com. If you look up at the top, you go to HavenCharles dot com. You look up the top. It says send Hav mail. And you click on yeah. that, and you can send mail. Oh, hey, it does. I, dude, I didn't notice that. Oh, you didn't. You didn't know it says send Hav mail. Yeah, that, no, that's, that's, you, you that's get, awesome. You get really excited about it. So I do. It is a message from Julie. Perfect. It is hi Charles and Patrick. What did Hav get wrong? Last night we were sitting on the couch, and Hav was scrolling through his phone. There's a neighborhood app where people can post going ons, going ons, goings on in our area, lost pets, etc. One person posted that there is a homeowner representing themselves as a licensed psychotherapist. The post warned people not to accept therapy from this person or any unlicensed person. Hav read this and then asked me, 
What is equine therapy? I told him it was using a <laughs> I told you it was using horses slash riding as a form of treatment for people receiving therapy for mental or physical issues. He gave me a blank look, then started laughing. He thought equine therapy was a way to provide mental health treatment to horses. So some unlicensed person is running around our neighborhood acting as Freud to horses. Hmm. It took me, it took me a minute to get over my disbelief before I could laugh. Hope this person. I hope this provides some content. Thanks, Julie. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. (laughs) Look, I just... Hold on, hold on. I have before. Hold on, hold on. Don't don't, don't defend yourself. That's hilarious. Did she tell you she was writing me this? No. Oh, thank God. No. Because I had that that Sunday when we were watching football. Oh, my God. And I did not bring it up, and I did not get a chance to ask her if she told you, so I did not bring it up, because I wanted... No. If, if she, she didn't had mentioned you- that she, she, she had mentioned that she was going to write you something, I think, or because I said, hey, you know, Charles invited you to... She's like, oh, I know. So I was pretty sure she was going to send you something. I completely forgot about that. Like, I was trying... To, in fact, just the other day, because I knew we were going to be recording soon, and she had mentioned she had sent... I was like, what... What is she going to go to? Like, because I never make mistakes. No, I do make mistakes. <laughs> but, or, or say, because I remember, like, I was thinking, like, years ago, I famously said that Tom Hanks got nominated for Apollo 13. And I was convinced, like, I'll, I would bet her 20 bucks, $100. She's like, you're wrong. I was like, I'm, I'm not. And sure. So I had no idea. So I knew she was probably going to send you. I just have completely, it was just a little one off, funny moment. And I was like, oh, duh, and then moved on. But yeah, it was pretty, I, yeah, I, she, I felt kind of, it was she went. Dumb. She went for something hilarious. And it yeah. legitimately, we have all had that kind of brain <laughs> thing happen just on like, stuff. Equine therapy. What is equine what, therapy? Why are they giving therapy to a, to a horse? Well, in fairness, I will give you this. They do give therapy to, to pets. There is pet yes, therapy. Yes, exactly. There is pet yes, therapy. Yes, so in your defense... A <laughs> L- little bit of, de- <laughs> but not that niche. They're just not going to go equine. It's not. Yeah, it's not. Not equine. I mean, the ther- I mean, a, a pet therapist might work with a horse, but <laughs> oh, okay, that cracked me. I I was crying. I know that was great. I completely for. I completely. You know, I probably blocked it out. I completely forgot about that. Oh, that was funny. Okay, okay. so so I have a we have a new listener to our podcast because of this segment. Um, Ooh. My sister. I told my sister about Patrick and I doing Patrick. When Patrick came on the podcast, I told her that I came up with a new segment saying that Rochelle and Julie should send me stuff where they both did things wrong and I would read them. So then I could start my my own podcast. And she said she was legit. She's been legit thinking of sending me stuff that Jim did. That's that's her husband. And mm-hmm. I laughed at that, and I said, "Yeah." And I I guess I need a I need a somebody else on the podcast. I'll need somebody else on the podcast podcast with me to discuss it and i i i think it should be a married guy i'm a single guy so i'll read this from one way and it's these wives sending in stuff and i'll be like oh okay do i defend it whatever and then maybe i have a husband and she's like no you need you might need a woman i could i could be i was like "Mm, that's not bad now i have been thinking further is what it should be is me and then i get female comedians to come on and be the second person and I'll read the stuff they say, and I'll possibly try to defend it, and then I'll let funny women just go ahead and dunk on dumbass men. So yes. I do think I now have a real podcast idea. 
I think you do. I really think you do. I, I, I you, you do. No, you absolutely do. <laughs> I, I, I really hilarious. do think a lot of women would very much love to write in and tell people when their husbands are wrong. Yeah, I do. I, I think that's right. I know there's that whole thing about, am I the asshole? Yeah. What is the, it? Yeah. Am I the asshole? Yeah, it's, am I the yeah. asshole? The thing is, with I, am right. I the asshole? 98% there, of the time, absolutely. Darn near 100. Yeah. When you're, well, if no, you have no, to no. ask, if you're even wondering... Oh no no no! You sometimes, sometimes you get people writing in that are being absolutely gaslit by the people oh, around yeah, them. That's, okay, and it, I right. mean, because you'll you're read right. one and you're like, "Oh no, honey, no, you are not the asshole. You should, yeah, you should murder true. all right. of these people." Because and it's just those, are, but those are obviously the rare ones. The other ones are you're just like, "Yes, your girlfriend is right. You're the see." That's the thing. Almost normally, when it's they're not the asshole, it's a woman that's writ- written in. And it's the guy claiming that they're wrong, whereas almost every time a guy writes the "I'm am I the asshole?" Absolutely, you're the asshole. Oh yeah, okay, absolutely. That makes. I mean, I'm not disagreeing. Yeah, I think you are correct, sir. So, as I said, you can email us via that website. You can also e- email us via Gmail at Hav and Charles Talk Comics at Gmail dot com. We have a show Twitter page. Hav and Charles, A-N-D, instead of the ampersand. Hav and Charles uh, on Twitter. I am Herring Red Reel on Twitter, and Hav is Hav Gonzo Tweets on Twitter. So. Yep. You, you can, yep and you, yep. You can reach out to any of us via, the, either of us via that, and we welcome it. Are it's you, fun. Are you staying on the Twitter? I'm, after staying, on, What's I'm staying on Twitter. I'm staying okay, on Twitter. Okay, me too. I it it we'll we'll write this down to death as as I said when we were uh, texting the other day I loved the person the thread somebody wrote on Twitter about Tumblr how Yahoo bought Tumblr for one billion dollars but ended up selling it for three million so if the people on Tumblr could do that and make Yahoo lose three yeah. billion dollars by god us people on twitter can absolutely make elon musk lose 44 billion dollars right well and yahoo was just on a roll because i think that was after they had the chance to buy google for no. like mil- no nope. was it after that? facebook facebook is what they had the opportunity to buy oh my god they offered they offered to buy facebook for a hundred million dollars and if they had gone to a hundred and ten million dollars the other would shareholders done. would have forced the sale on whatever douche douchebags. Yeah, no, yeah the, the guy. Yeah. I swear there's something, or maybe it was the guys that came up with Google had the code uh-huh. or something and were willing to sell it to Yahoo and they lowballed them and they're like, screw it, we're going to start our own web browser. Oh, okay. I May- swear there's maybe, some story like that. Well, may- that, that might have been. I, I don't know anything about that. Yeah, that, that could have been. Yahoo. Yahoo yeah, made Yahoo's a made it. Well, they also gave what six billion dollars, four billion dollars to to buy broadcast.com from Cuban. Oh, that's right. I, I and anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, I yeah. by the way, that's not a bad putting radio on the internet wasn't a bad idea, but it also wasn't worth billions of dollars. Just do it. It's yeah. <laughs> It's the 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 more difficult part is the licensing part of it. The actual writing the code to stream audio. Is is not yeah. is not the level of oh my god you can't hire a programmer to do that I mean come on because he got his friend that I mean it was he and his buddy just wanted to listen to was it whatever the games he wanted Indiana games I think yeah Indiana basketball games yeah. online 
So yeah, yeah. Okay, so tangent. But, yes. All right. Equine Any therapy. other in between stuff? No, no. That yeah, is the ec- only in between stuff. I, I, that that wasn't enough. Oh, that, no, that cracked me up. Oh my god, that was a good. I hadn't laughed that hard in a long time. I thank you, that. thank you very much, Julie. Yes, thanks, Julie. That was hilarious. I totally forgot about that. I think I blocked it out. Okay. So you suggested something a little bit more recent. Surprise, surprise for us to read. And I've kept on mispronouncing. I kept on wanting to say Batman Year Zero. It's Batman Zero Year. Mm-hmm. That's Batman because they couldn't do year. do Year One, but year, year Zero because they did Year One, so it had to be Zero right. Year. Plus, it it's not even Batman that's Zero Year. It's the Riddler is Zero Year because he resets. Yeah. So it's not even because this is kind of Year a sort of Batman Year One story. In, in that sense, because it's right at the beginning of him becoming Batman. Well, it's right. pre-Batman and then Batman. Exactly. Well, yeah, because he's first of all, yeah. yeah. For, uh, first, he's just running around doing crap. As he as he came back, and he's still he's not officially back as Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. He's just running yeah. around Gotham, try it, fighting the Red Hood, the the Red Hoods gang. Yeah, and Red we Hood all, gang and. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, fighting the Red Hood's gang, and I, I just just to let everybody know who the Red Hood eventually ends up as is that's the Joker's origin story. Is right. the head of the Red Hood falls into a vat of acid and becomes the Joker. Which I, of course, immediately thought of a Killing Joke that I read as a kiddo, mm-hmm. because the Red Hood is you know that's they that's they give the origin story there, mm-hmm. uh, 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 and I and I know it's from other places too, but mm-hmm. that's where I first remember reading mm-hmm. that origin. And then seeing it here, it, it was pretty cool. Also, just the this making the world bigger of just, you know, where, where I don't know, whereas it was more just one-off bad guys and smaller. This was like a citywide, you know, the, the Red Hood gang was mm-hmm. infiltrating all parts of Gotham and blackmailing all sorts of people. God, and Gotham just, again, is just a terrible place to live. Oh, it is. Uh, that town needs an animal. Ha ha. No, so yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I'm guessing you did since you you'd read it before. Yeah, correct? I'd read it. That's why I suggested it. Yeah, no, I really liked that. I like I like reoriginating. Is that a word? Reoriginating sometimes. Yeah. When when they yeah, get re- into it, when reimagining. Yeah. Would you say or no? Yeah. yeah reimagining. Yeah. Okay. Re, I, fleshing out is what I would say. Okay. Yeah. I like when they flesh out origins. I I liked Year One. Batman Year One is great. I I, I did too. We, we we should probably read that as well at some point. But this one was much, much more recent. I was I was actually thinking of if we were going on longer, I would have done Batman and Robin when Bruce Wayne is actually dead and Damien is the Robin and Dick Grayson takes over as Batman because I, I read that and really enjoyed it. So we'll do that one as well at some point. But I've already got what we're going to read next for the finale that I decided was the finale a couple of weeks, uh, like a week ago. <laughs> Okay. Based, no, we'll based on into, uh, based on where we are in the year. Well, we're recording this the Wednesday after you know ha- Halloween, so you know we're getting up against holiday time. Yes, and stuff gets a little harder to do and crazy. So that makes it sense. Does. Yeah. Um. I speaking of fleshing out, like I think you've mentioned, you know, the when reading that you've read stuff in particular, like Spider Man, mm-hmm. where they go back and flesh out his origin, and where whereas in the in the original you know run. It was a few pages, a few panels of him getting bitten by the spider and turning into Spider-Man and then boom, he's Spider-Man, mm-hmm. you know, pretty fast. And then mm-hmm. they stretch that out and flesh it out and it's cool and it's fun. 
Yeah. And and the and first the first little run takes place over two years or something, and you can go back and go in between those stories they tell there and tell other Spider-Man stories, too. And they've done that. They'll go back and they'll do some stuff while he's in high school. And they'll update it because they'll update it with the, where who he was with the current Peter Parker, where, where they are in the, in the timeline right now with, you know, a cell phone <laughs> and yeah. other things. Or did, or did they have Osborne, Norman, sleep with Gwen Stacy? That, that turned out to not be true. Okay. I think they I think they, I I think they re I think they that out because so that was okay, a retcon good. that they did that and yeah. I think I think later they retconned that back out. They they made that as because that, that didn't really have that was pretty awful. That was awful, but it, did it turn out that Gwen Stacy and Norman Osborn when that happened were both Doombots in disguise? <laughs> Is that how they re, no, they retconned that out? No, Gwen Stacy was a Doombot. <laughs> Nice. And then at the end, Nor- Norman Osborn. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Norman Osborn fucked a robot. <laughs> and then to the Doombot said, gotcha, yes. sucker. Well, there, there's when they do that arc with the, the, the ex- eight accelerated aging children of her and Norm Norman Osborn, they think their father is Peter Parker and they come to kill him for knocking up their mother and abandoning them. And Uncle Norman is taking care of them and raised them to hate Spider-Man. And you have to also remember Norman Osborn. This is when they brought Norman Osborn back to life after the, the a brand new day. But gotcha. then there's a scene where he tells, Peter Parker tells Mary Jane, they're not my children. They can't be my children. And Mary Jane says, I know. Gwen told me. Y'all never had sex. <laughs> well, I didn't say it like that, but that's the... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I know you're a virgin. I, Come on, I, I, I know you lost your virginity to me. I was yes. there. Only a virgin fucks like that. Yeah. All right. There you go. So, hey, weird tangent. Weird tangent. You brought it up. <laughs> I know I did. This originally. So, just to give the time frame, the first issue of Batman Zero Year, August of 2013. So, almost, almost ten years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, written by the great. I'm going to say the great Scott Snyder. I know he's he's done some stuff here. And Greg Capullo mm-hmm. is how I'm going to say his name. Very and let good me just artist. say, uh, Very good art. Very, yeah, very, very good art. Going back real fast to Star Wars, you're, you're right. Archie Goodwin did write some of the beginning stuff and some of the issues along with, I, I think it's like they were trading. It would be Archie writing some and then uh, Archie Goodwin writing some and then what's his face? Roy Thomas writing some. So, and both of those guys are just like, you know, well-respected yes. elder statesman of yes. the comic book industry. Still, I I don't know if Archie Goodwin's still with us. I, I'm pretty sure Roy Tom. Uh, you know what? I don't know. Howard Chaykin also. Yeah, please, please don't, please don't kill somebody that's not killed, that not dead. I don't know. I just, yeah. I, don't, I know no. they're older. It's I, okay. It's okay to say you don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just know that they're very. They are. They got they, some, they, they got some skins on the wall. They, they have some chops. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I'm going to point out Tom Palmer inked it, mm-hmm. and Tom Palmer was the inker for uh, John Buscema on my big Avengers run that I love from the 80s. Oh, very cool. Uh, very so cool. It's, it's back when, you know, I don't know, back way when. Okay, so going back to Batman Zero Year, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Did, do you know, look, I know that there's a lot to draw from Batman comic books for every kind of iteration of movie and TV they do. Do you know if they drew anything from this 
Yeah, the or latest the new, Batman. The Batman. Oh yeah. This okay. Is, right. This is okay. Where, no, this is where that okay. whole Riddler thing came from. Okay. I just want to make sure. Yeah, I mean, no. I was guessing so. Okay. Well, I I don't I know. Thought for, so. I don't know for sure, but when I saw the Riddler movie, I mean the 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 Batman. When I saw the Batman, I was like, oh, this is zero year. Yeah. Okay. Because that's immediately what I thought of. If you want to, it's different. Look, it's not like they did, you know. Oh yeah, storyboard. They used it for oh, a storyboard, no. but it was no. definitely has the 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 same kind of you know thing where it, it has Nygma... the the yeah. Enigma is the same type of character. He's not. He is not in this. Enigma is a wackadoo that works for corporations and basically tells corporations what to do. He is a business insider. He is. He looks at. He likes riddles, so he figures things out. He figures out what they need to do to make money. And, and manipulates things and, to yes, this. Yeah, he manipulates markets and he manipulates everything yeah. and he tells them who to rob and who to buy and what to sell and who to bribe and he's worked with lots of different corporations. He is working for the Wayne Foundation. The the Wayne the, mm. the Wayne Wayne Corp, whatever whatever Wayne Enterprises. Wayne Enterprises. Thank you. It's, it's you you are correct. Sorry. I, I, the Wayne yeah. Foundation is the charity. That was what I was... The Wayne Foundation, for people who think Batman dressing up, having his fetish and beating up on criminals, and he doesn't do anything for the poor, the Wayne Foundation is what does things for the poor and does job programs and does affordable housing and does... Anyway, sorry. So... Yeah. He's back in town. The Red the red Hood is out robbing people and bribing and and blackmailing people into being the, the regular members of the community are part of the red hood gang they all have a number is it tattooed on them i forget i think it's tattooed Probably. on them i think they have I a number literally be. tattooed on them and they are part of the red hood gang because the red hood knows who they are and how to kill them or whatever and so they are part of the gang and they're robbing people and batman is trying to stop this he's trying to work with trying to do it without the GCPD, because they're massively corrupt. He hates Lieutenant Jim Gordon. Gordon, Jim Gordon. Yeah. He hates him. That was a great story. It was. Arc in there. I really liked that. Where they kept on teasing it and teasing uh-huh. it. And then you find out. I think they had done this before, but not to the point where the jacket comes in, the trench coat. I mean, they that was all from this. But where there there had been versions where Jim Gordon, not Commissioner Gordon at the time, mm-hmm. but just regular old Detective Joe Gordon, is the cop that gets little Bruce from the scene mm-hmm. and, and all that. But then th- this, again, speaking of fleshing out, you get this whole, you know, Bruce slash Batman Bruce hates yeah like you said just does not like Gordon because he thinks Gordon's crooked yeah he he just like everybody else well he has a he has a real good reason why he thinks he's crooked and throughout throughout all the more recent and I don't know how far back it goes Gordon has been the thorn in the side of the corrupt GCPD he right. he was not he was disliked by a lot of the GCPD because he is not corrupt. He is known for not corrupt. He came he came from Chicago, yeah, and was shocked at how corrupt it was. And, Which is saying something because yeah. Chicago, well, come yeah, on, yeah, that that oh yeah, <laughs> back back when this back when he would have gotten that story part. So yeah, the story being Bruce Wayne always was always running away to go into the city. And he would as skip school as a kid. And one day he gets in trouble for truancy and two cops go and catch him uh, watching Zorro. And they take him in the car and they're going to take him back. And evidently they made a stop. And Jim's sitting in the car 
and his partner goes in because his partner is the guy that picks up all the money. Comes back. And it's kind of like in, it's the same as in Batman Begins, the same thing going on. He's like, you know, the mm-hmm. guys don't like it when you don't take a taste. So he comes in and gives him a coat yeah. from, from the, uh, from the, or, the from, tailor or whatever. From, yeah. From the tailor. Bruce thinks he only got it just because there are people that respect cops and it was just a gift and it's a nice thing. Lo and behold, later he realizes it's a bribe, whether or not, but I mean, it is a bribe. It is, it is a corrupt thing. And the story on that, though, is he, Jim Gordon, doesn't like that. And doesn't he go and try to bust that whole place once he realizes what's going on? And they, yeah, and they, he, they have him fight. It's because it's a dog fighting ring and they have him fight a dog and they're betting against and they're betting on it if the dog kills a police officer and fellow cops are betting on it. Because this yeah. is Gotham. It was, I mean, it was, it was a brutal kind of thing. So that that day that he does that, though, when Bruce gets home, he talks to his dad, and his dad's asking him, "Well, why does he do this? And what does he love about Gotham?" There's some whole deep crap in it, and he and he goes, "Well, you went and saw Zorro because you were talking about what you think about it," and he says, "Well, I didn't like it." Yeah. <laughs> so his right. so his dad insists that he they go back and see Zorro again. So that's why they that's were. That's right. So it was. It was all part of that day. That is the worst day of his life. Yeah, not good, but but very well done. Look, I think I've famously said before. I've read my Batman comic books. I've read my Batman Origins. This was this was good. It it was it was very well done. I don't know if I'm going to say great, but it was very good. I, I'm not saying it's you know. The it, top, you know, it, it's a very good, very good. Not, not it, like I said, it's not bad. It was, if, it was good. Yeah, I liked it. If it, if it misses from being great, it's because it's treading so much of same ground that has been done before. There you go. I um, agree with. That. I mean, they've broken Gotham so many times. I mean, and they do. They completely break Gotham. And oh yeah, the Riddler breaks Gotham. He takes the lights out. He is going. He's he's flooded parts of it. And he's making he he's willing to capitulate if someone can give him a riddle that he can't solve. And when yeah. they can't do that, they he kill it, when he solves it. If if he solves it, he kills them. So into and, a into a pit of alligators or something. Yes, right. Well, first for it was alligators, and then it was lion because it changed because that was part of right. the thing when when Bruce goes. And he drops him into it. It turns out not to be what they thought it was because he was prepared for maybe the alligators, and then it was lions. That's right. And he says, ha ha, I was tired of the lions, but Bruce Wayne, uh, Batman can, can fight that. Batman fractures his skull fairly early. God, that's right. He fractures. Yeah. And he goes through a lot of this. Well, when the whole, when the whole zero year takes place. That's right. He gets, he wakes up to it. He wakes up. This kid took him in and he's sharing a little old lady's hospital stuff that they have at the, the, at their house or, or their apartment. Just it, it was it was it was enjoyable. I liked it. No, it hey and look and, again. This is uh, that, go ahead. Sorry. And it wasn't the thing I liked about it is I've read they did one where they they destroyed the city and and they they've made the they've made Gotham you can't you can't come in and you you can't leave kind of thing that the U S has written it off completely and Batman's fighting the good fight, and all of the Bat family is there doing stuff. This wasn't anything other than that. He's gathering the family. He's gathering uh, Lucius. He's... He, he's Gordon. Gordon. He's, he's making up with Gordon, because he, when he escapes from something, Gordon saves him. 
That's right. And he would not have, it would have been the end of it. And Gordon takes off his glasses because he's blind without his glasses because he has to take off his mask. And he says, look, I can't see without my glasses here. Yeah. So he could have known he was Bruce Wayne, but he's like, this is this is the trust I have in you, so I want you to trust in me. So they're, they, they're building a real rapport there. So it was a really nice, there were a lot of good things in this comic. Well, and that's when he tells him the story about how he feels bad when he was, and he tells him the story about young Bruce when he's mm-hmm. talking to Batman and doesn't mm-hmm. know he's talking to now old Bruce Wayne, yeah. older Bruce Wayne. And that's when Bruce figures out, okay, this guy's not a bad dude. Yeah. He was, you know, got involved in something bigger than him. The other thing, you know, going back, you're right, putting everything together, you see the animosity or the buddy, animosity budding heads between him and Alfred. Oh, yeah. I mean, he slaps, doesn't he slap Alfred at one point, if I'm remembering right? I swear to God he does. Or Alfred slaps him. I forget which it was. They get in, like they, something, they, is, some words are exchanged. Really, they really get into it. Yes. Well, Alfred wants him to come back to life, for one thing. He yeah. wants him to have I a life. I swear, I think Bruce slapped i swear there's i and again it's been a bit but no it was really interesting and cool to see all you know hey he's back but he's not back and mm-hmm. alfred's trying to convince him to re-enter you know announce that he's back and then the uncle does it yeah the uncle remember? does it surprises him with it because the uncle finds out he's alive and mm-hmm. invites him to see something and it's a welcome back bruce wayne party yeah yeah, so at, at a, a museum about that. where he meets Ed Nigma. And then fast forward. I did not the, mess up issues. Oh, I actually no, I know, I know you did. I know, no, I know. I, just, I know you. I, I know you were. This. I know you were playing with your chicken. <laughs> yeah, while I we was. do the podcast, I play with my chicken while we do the podcast. <laughs> oh my god, that's so bad. Well, I was going to say, fast forward to the end then, where Alfred is still trying to get him to to be more normal when he's Bruce Wayne, and he wants to introduce him to an old childhood friend who just happens to have grown up to be a super hot woman. Mm-hmm. And you think Bruce is going to go say hi, and he takes off to go do Batman stuff. Well, they, do, really they like, do that whole split thing where if he had actually met her, what would happen? Right. They even show, oh, okay, instead of being Batman, he becomes... A dad. A happy, a fulfilled human being who uses his money to philanthropically help Gotham instead of putting on a bat suit and beating up criminals. Yeah. I yeah. I really shouldn't do that because I really do like the character of Batman. I, I As I've said before, there's just so much pretentiousness about Batman in, in, in the public, you know? It's well, just... it, I, th- th- there's been, look, I, I haven't been reading any Batman here recently. This was nice to read. It's my understanding, just the few times I go to the comic book store, Batman essentially is DC Comics now. They're, apparently oh, yeah. Batman is every title, everything's Batman-centric. They, they did the Joker thing, you know, or, or Batman's evil. What was it? Bat- Batman laughs or it, it was, there was a lot of Batman. Mm-hmm. So I think there's been some, uh, maybe, look. Who am I to say if there's too much Batman? Yay, there's a lot of Batman. But anyways. There, uh, there has been a lot of good Batman, though. So Yes, there has been. I think when you recommended this or, or suggested we read this, I, I was trying to, or when we were talking about the uh, the the writer of Strange New Worlds, I was confusing it with the guy that did Quarter Vowels. I really liked Quarter Vowels. This is, this is on good. par with Quarter Vowels. Mm-hmm. I liked, I think I maybe liked Quarter Vowels a little bit better, but it was just, Quarter Vowels was just different. God, that was messed up. Court of Owls was messed up. Now, there's some really fun stuff in the ancillary 
it it wasn't in this, but there's some ancillary titles where I saw that Barbara Gordon. Barbara Gordon is doing some stuff in here as 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 a young as a young lady. She's okay. rescuing people from the flooding. Where Dick Grayson is in town with the circus, and they're off. They're off at a. They had snuck off to see a movie when it happens, and they have to escape back through the town with some circus kids. Okay. There, so there's a, there is some some kind of fun stuff with that some people got to play in a playground kind of at the same time, I, and I enjoyed that because when I I think when I read this originally I got I got the the actual uh, media from the public library the public library it's free yo so I Boom. I actually got it and it was one of those bigger volumes where it had literally everything that came out with batman zero year it's like because they're yeah it was a year-long event according to what i read yeah if if we're ever if we ever read if we ever read spider-man the the clone saga no i'm just kidding we're never reading that if we ever read (laughs) if we ever read the multiverse into the multiverse the spider-verse spider-verse saga spider-verse i know but yeah go ahead yeah if we ever read spider-verse I'll want us to read the entire thing. And I mean, okay. it is long. It might actually have to be a multi-podcast okay. thing because it is, yeah. it is, it is across these titles. It is just this long and with lots of different things. And because they break off into massive teams and go off across, well, the Spider-Verse. Yeah. The Web of Life. Uh, no, you've told me about it and I've read a little bit. I've read of it just because mm-hmm. you, you mentioned it. And yeah, it seems like it would be... It would be cool and different. A couple of things I do want to mention. Well, first, a question. Mm -hmm. There was a whole thing, the weird rogue ex-Wayne Enterprises scientist with the bones and everything. What That was in in there, and I I remember it. I know Nygma's manipulating him, and it was just one of those things. But that was messed up. That That, was actually... that That was very messed up. Uh, but but interesting. I mean, a new kind of bad guy, but ew, that was ugly. I liked the fake the out. Thing- I liked the fake out when they did the whole thing to make it look like Lucius was the bad guy. Oh yeah, they did. They did. It was a. It was more of a brief thing. It was a lead up to it, and then he he, did he jabs he jabs something into Bruce Wayne, or and then it turns out it was an inoculation, so he wouldn't turn into the bone die of the bone thing. But it was a yeah. It was a oh my god. Well, that's well, a, that's you know a weird fake out. <laughs> when they did that, I was like, "Ooh, this is interesting," because they're going to have to fix this eventually. But they fixed it right away. I almost yeah. kind of wonder. I wonder if there was ever a thought of we're going to leave Lucius. I don't know how they would have done that though. But it was nah. a, it was a good fake out because yeah. it got me. I was like, "What the yeah, hell?" Yeah, it was. It was. Huh? It, it it was a surprise, and it because it did not make sense in any way whatsoever. Because Lucius Fox is a good guy. <laughs> So. Right. What else? Oh, the purple gloves. I made. I, I remember. I wrote this down while we were talking. I forget if it's ever explained in this. I don't know that it is, but I know that in the original Detective Comics issues, Batman wore purple gloves, and I don't know why. And it went away. But in this, he wears purple gloves. Purple gloves. No, purple I gloves. don't think they said anything about it. And you know what? I didn't but notice. I, I I was gonna say, and I know you didn't notice it because you're colorblind. And probably those purple gloves look just like everything else. But what, just so what, you know, that it, was a thing. Go ahead. But I know you're colorblind, but no, it, no, it's no, worth noting. No, 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 it was totally worth noting. No, I'm laughing because I'm. it was the, uh, I'm sure they look just the same as everything else. No, I can dif- differentiate. But 
everything just looks like this one color. No, but if it's I, a dark I purple it, and a dark blue. I call it blurred. It's a gotcha. mashup. No, of, I mean, I, I call the color I see blurred. It's a mashup of blue and red. I'm assuming. I don't know. I see blurred. Yeah. Blurred. <laughs> what color shirt am I wearing? Blurred? <laughs> exactly. No, I don't know. It just I know you don't yeah. yeah Anyways. I no, I would I would uh, not have I would not have noticed it was purple. It would look blue to me. That is correct. And then the other thing, since they did the purple gloves, again back in the original Detective Comics, Batman had a sometimes a sidearm. And I was kind of wondering if they were ever going to break out Bruce with a, you know, with a some pistoles yeah. or No, he did know. he did have a bow and arrow a crossbow at one point yeah. in this. Yes, that's true. But no, it was just, like I said, because they did the purple gloves, I was like, hey, maybe they're going to give him a, a revolver. Or yeah, because uh, we know billionaires are into archery. Well, God. Hey, stay in your lane, Bruce. <laughs> that's Oliver Queen's territory there. Okay, well, uh, what else? I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Look, it was it was really, it was, it was good. It wasn't, it, you know, a fast read, too. Yeah, no. I remember it, that. They I, don't, I got they through don't. it pretty darn fast. Yeah, they don't. They it, it's it's just it's a it's a fun comic book. It really is. It's not. I agree. It, it didn't it didn't break new ground. It didn't. But I I don't. As you know, I don't think every comic book has to be the greatest comic book ever in order to enjoy them. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we've missed. There is an appearance by the Penguin, but just kind of brief, where he's rescued from <laughs> Red Hood by Bruce <laughs> at one point. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> Burgess Meredith always will be my penguin. All due respect to, to Danny DeVito. I, I, I'm kind of leaning to the kid that was on Gotham. Oh, yeah. That guy was good, right? I, that was I, one of the I, best I, parts of Gotham. Dude, I love that guy. Yeah. He. I watched the first couple seasons of that. How many seasons? Of that? that thing lasted a while. I think it was I think it was around four. Four. And, and it kind of limped along. It was good. It was okay. I, 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 I enjoyed it. I did. I did. But I there were some characters in it that were better. I Well... The Riddler were, was good too. Yeah, I was going to say they there had was the Riddler a, in that yeah, one too. There was a lot of good stuff they, in that. It was fun. They teased a guy that was going to be Joker. I don't know if that mm-hmm. ever ended up being Joker. And it well, it they good. they killed one of him, and then his twin brother was going to turn into the Joker. So no, it was a it, they they had a lot of fun. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, now, no, I was, do that with shows though. It, it kind of got stale for it me. Gets, and I just it gets stopped. sometimes they get bogged down. There's just so much and they're they were trying to do so much. I mean they did Raz al Ghul. They did I that's the problem a lot of times with a TV show. They're doing Gotham, which is not Batman's not even around, but they're doing all the Batman stories. It's like okay. Yeah. At least with Alfred the show what? on HBO Max. Alfred Penny Alfred Penny, Pennyworth. Yeah, Pennyworth. Pennyworth. At least with Pennyworth, they're not doing Batman stories. They're doing comic book stories, but they're not yeah. The Batman stories because they're not in Gotham; they're in London. Yeah, and you 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 you're liking that, right? I yeah, I haven't I haven't started the new season yet, but it was funny because I just pounded through the first two seasons, not even knowing there was a third season about to drop, and then the third season dropped. So I I pretty much since I got to pound through them like that, I'm kind of waiting till it's all there, oh. and then I'll just yeah. watch it because I mean I did watch two excuse me I did watch two seasons. So I can take a break and then watch the third season. Uh, gotcha. So cool. Uh, speaking of uh, of watching, did you watch the first season of True Detective? Yeah. Okay. I finally the watched very first that. season. Way yes. back when? Yes. Oh wow. Yes. What'd you think? Oh my god, that was awesome. Okay. Right. I know, I'm, I know I'm late to that party, but holy crap, that was amazing. I never, I never watched season two. 
I, and I heard there was a drop off. I, I did too. So I'm, that's why I'm letting it cool before I watch it. Cause I, I heard, I've heard other things that some of these other seasons are good. They just weren't as good. So I'm letting, I'm letting that first season cool. Cause that I, I, was like, amazing. It really was. And I, but you know what? I do that because you're not a horror guy, but American horror story, mm-hmm. the anthology series, I watched the first, I don't know how many seasons of that. I really enjoyed it. And then just stopped for some reason. And I'm sure they were good. It just, there's only so much time in the day. I kind of want to so. watch those. They're they're really well done. Yeah, I mean, no, that's the first why. Few, I, that's what I understand acting, is they're just actors, they're just really yeah. the the acting and the it, 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 the the whole horror aspect of it. I'm not as interested in, but the but everything I've heard about the way the stories are, the way it's acted, everything about it just sounds like some amazing TV. And at least the first two or three seasons, maybe three to four seasons, mm-hmm. keep on getting better, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. So now what what I, what I, I really yeah go ahead. No, that's on my list to go back to. Yeah. But go ahead. What I really need to watch is Fargo. Me too. I, I, I understand had, that had, is just incredible. So I know James listens to the podcast Delgado, and mm-hmm. and he's he's told me I don't know how many times Fargo is, and he is he is a he he likes what he watches, mm-hmm. and he's he's discerning, mm-hmm. and he's told me I don't know how many times watch Fargo, watch Fargo. All right. And I, again, another thing I bet there's so many man. I I never I never watched Americans, the Americans. I've heard that was good, and well done. Anyways, there's there's a bunch of stuff out there. Yes, I'm there just is. waiting for, but I I'm just waiting for the new Doom Patrol season to come out, and probably the mm. last season. Ooh, you know what starts this week? Hmm. Titans. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes. Good. I like Titans. Okay. I I like I Doom do Patrol more. I like Doom Patrol Patrol more because they haven't had a down season, and Titans had a down season in season two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, not a bad season. I said it, it's a down season. I did not enjoy it yeah. as much. It happens. Yeah. Well, hey, anything else about Batman Zero Year? I do not have anything else about it. I did like it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And I, 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 I'm glad you liked it. I did enjoy it. Thank you for recommending it. And just, you know, this whole episode, I've been battling saying Zero Year instead of Year Zero. It's just, for some reason, that's I okay. just want to say Well, that's year because zero. there's a year very one, famous cut, Batman Year One. Yeah, very, very I famous. Know. So, as we mentioned before... This is the penultimate episode of season two. We are... You got to say it again. Yes. We are going to... I, I feel that we're going to continue on with season three. I hope Hav has agreed. I haven't asked him that yet. Hav, are you on board for season three? I am. I just thought that was a foregone conclusion, but okay. Yeah. I, I didn't want to sure. fall into the trap of what I did last year was... I'm not done with you yet. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, no. I know. Yeah, I'm thinking... I'm thinking, uh, sure. All right. So, ladies and of gentlemen, course. great news. Hav and Charles Talk Comics has been renewed for another year. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, this is the time on the pod where we discuss what we're going to read for the next episode. Yes. Yes. Mr. And Gonzalez. we've already discussed this yeah, offline. We did. Yeah, well, but, but we, I, I, we, we kind of felt we had to because I, I was... I was hoping on the outside that i might be able to get well enough that we could record it and i could have this actual episode up on the regular scheduled time but there was no way so in the middle of that i was just like let's hey here's we 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 exchanged what we were going to read so we could start but as far as i know neither one of us started reading them i was going to say i and i don't have any kind of excuse i didn't get covid and i should have been able to probably read both of the things that we so i i suggest i suggested and for the next time i suggest we read the first arc collection of swamp thing when alan moore makes his debut 
on an American comic book. USA, uh, yeah. and, USA. Because oh. yeah, exactly. Because when he did stuff in Britain, that didn't count. <laughs> Can they even no, read it's, 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 in Britain? I, I no, they don't even talk real real English. So. <laughs> It, it, it look, it's a big deal because it, it, look, I, I was thinking about other Alan Moore stuff. I was thinking about Tom Strong. I was thinking, not not Watchmen or anything like that. There was a couple other t- titles that I'm blanking on now. We I can't believe we haven't done Watchmen. Ooh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, I mean, there's that. That's good. He, he all, all his America's America best America's best comics. He had a good run on Supreme. I don't know if you ever read that. His kind know. of the uh, Superman analog mm-hmm. from Image. So, but no, Swamp Thing, the first coll- the, the collection of, like I said, Alan Moore's first, uh, is, oh, V for Vendetta. I mean, there's all sorts of things. From oh, Hell. V for, oh, yeah. From Hell is good. Holy crap. Stop naming good comics yeah. that you're not picking. Well, there's Alan Moore. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I don't know that he's no. re- done too much that's bad. No. So, yeah, Swamp Thing. And then you suggested. I don't remember. No, I, I suggested that we read All-Star Superman. By the great Graham Morrison. And that yes. is the great Graham Morrison. That is the great Grant Morrison. He, and Frank Quietly too, right? I, if if you made me wild guess, which you're kind of doing, then yes, it's Frank Quietly. I, I'm, I'm almost positive. Yeah, is. I know. Yeah, I then he is great, and so I I did not pick it to be the the when I chose this, it was I wanted to do something that had Superman in it because we've only read one Superman comic. I mean, we've read some stuff with <coughs> Superman in it, but we've only read one Superman comic, and it was whatever became of the Man of Tomorrow. So I wanted. Was to, that it? Really? Is that yeah, the only thing we've that done? Really? The, that we've that is read astounding. It, well, we've read some stuff that has it in that, but sure. And and okay. so so I chose this because I've read it and I liked it. No, we won't go into oh, yeah. it. Have you read it? Oh yeah, okay. it's been a while. Yeah, but I've read it. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while it's since awesome. I read it. But it, it's it's really it's it's worth reading. Superman's always worth reading. There's some good Superman stuff. I'm not an active daily, never was reader of Superman because they can. I like more down to earth Superman stuff, and they want to do big because he's got so much power. But I like the niceness of the Boy Scout. Yeah. So I have to I pick and you. choose my stuff. Have you been watching Superman and Lois? I have the new well, se- not, the new show. Not, okay. not season three. I don't know if that's out yet, but I watched season one and two. Okay, I've only watched season one. I need okay. to catch up on season two. Uh, season- no, I like it. Speaking speaking of down to earth mm-hmm. Superman, but good. Yeah, season two is really good. It's on HBO Max. Good. Okay. I I enjoyed it. Yeah. No, it is it is wonderful down to earth Superman with kids. I'm gonna. I I need to get into some of the some of the ones with Superman's son. Because he's taken over yeah. Superman, and I'm I'm kind of intrigued to read that. I I need to look into that. Hopefully, it'll hit Hoopla or at least the library soon. Uh, I bet you it will. Yeah, no, I I know it will. It's just a matter of when it does, because I I would like to read that. And I read a little bit of Bendis's because Bendis took over Superman. That's right. He and sure I've did. read some and of I it. Heard good I, things. Yeah. Well, he's a good writer, and it's it was it's an interesting for him to jump from Marvel. I mean, because he's been Marvel forever. Yeah, but I think yeah. he signed like some huge deal right with DC. Yes, yes, he did to be exclusive. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, they they no. and they published. That's where I was reading the powers because they re-released his Jinx World stuff, his his imprint with these just ah. mega volumes of the powers stuff. But that was fun. All right. So well, hey, I'm looking forward to the next one, man. Yes, I am too. For everybody that listened, thank you for holding on so long with us as we nerded out hardcore. On our childhood favorite and adult favorite of Star Wars. And until our next episode, thank you for joining us. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye.